0: Okay, Inappropriate Earl is in the house. Now, I don't get too excited about too many guests on this show. I Words cannot express to me who I have sitting on my couch right now. I'm going to do a real slow reveal. You guys know I'm a pro wrestling junkie. Pro wrestling junkie from back in the day. Not whatever garbage is... Going on right now on Monday Night Raw. I'm a Kamala man. I'm an SD Jones man. Even his brother, whose name I forget at the moment. And the man sitting on my couch right now. It's a real slow reveal. It's a real slow reveal. There he is. The one and only. Soul Train Jones. Or you may know him. As the great, the one and only, the black beast, Virgil, in the house, Woo! Virgil, pick up the mic, baby. This is how podcasts work.
1: Okay, I can feel it, man. I can feel, I can feel the pain.
0: Well, I'm excited to have you on for several reasons, mm-hmm. but uh, I can't think of a better time to have a black wrestler from the '80s on because. Am I black? If uh, either you're black or you fell into a, well, I,
1: may, I may fell into like a coal mine or something, but I think I, I think I am chocolate dynamite.
0: This is going to be the best podcast ever. I can already tell. Virgil gets it. I mean, he gets it. He wants his meat sauce, and he wants it yeah. now. Guy's been trolling Hollywood Boulevard for cash. Right.
1: I wanted some meat sauce. I am the meat sauce mafia.
0: Well, in West Hollywood, you'll get some meat sauce, yeah, all right. with
1: something on spaghetti. I need it.
0: Now, here's the deal. Kofi Kingston is now the champion Man. of the WWE, mm-hmm. and I'm happy for him. I think, you know, uh, why well, I wanted to have you on. To start off on a serious note, mm-hmm i always thought that african-american wrestlers in the 80s were not portrayed very well i mean if you look at some of the characters if you will you had kamala mm-hmm. who was portrayed as a savage yeah. uh, beast who couldn't speak english couldn't speak. uh junkyard dog who was uh came to the ring uh, literally on all fours with a dog collar um tony atlas was a Muscle bound buffoon.
1: Yeah, uh, you, that's my, my my partner's man.
0: I'm not calling him a buffoon, uh, but and some of the other black wrestlers. You know yourself, yeah. to be honest with you, were basically portrayed uh, as you were a slave, uh, uh, we're a
1: multi multi multi
0: millionaire, and yeah. you know now it's good to see African American wrestlers
1: are. Off on their own, well, their own thing you mean? J- just portrayed
0: as yeah. like
1: humans. As, as, as humans, like just they're there, they're champions, and they roll with it. You mean?
0: Because you were a great wrestler. Yeah. You came from a wrestling background, yeah. and then you start off as Soul Train Jones, which is kind of like funny. I found it's funny I to me because funny. I'm white. I found it funny too. Oh, okay. And I'm black. You mean? You are I'm black. Yeah. I mean. You're so black, you make...
1: you're
0: uh, still there. <laughs> you make Kembe Mutombo look like an albino. You are...
1: <laughs>
0: I'm going to have to wash that mic with Purell after. Uh, no, I'm just kidding. Uh, <laughs> did it ever bother you uh, how you were portrayed? Never. Because you were getting paid or...
1: That's right. You're getting paid. Paid in the shade, no problem.
0: But you saw a lot of wrestlers who weren't as good as you are. Right. And go seen, over you.
1: Yeah, I've seen getting really, uh, what can I call it? Being a dog, whatever you mean.
0: But how did you, I mean, you're such a happy-go-lucky guy now. You're like an internet sensation. Man, you
1: got to stay, stay, stay smooth and keep on rolling, man. You can't just let it go in this air and out this air. Keep on rolling. Keep pushing forward.
0: This might be you. Might be the new Black Tony Robbins. Might be. Like, how did you get your start in wrestling? Uh, um, because it's not the glam. Back when you started, it wasn't the glamorous. Uh, you know, you see a guy like Seth Rollins and and you know, uh, Lear Jets and beautiful women. And it, I mean, wrestling back then was not as glamorous.
1: Okay. Well, when I broke in, I broke in with. I call them Pops, Alpha of Anawaii and Sika Anawaii,
0: okay? The Wild Samoans.
1: Wild Samoans, right. And when I broke in, it was me as Michael Jones. I still call him my brother now, you mean? Uh, it was Rodney Hawaii? He went by the name Yokozuna. God bless him. He's dead now, okay? And the other one was um, Salofa Fatu, which was...
0: God bless you. Yeah. Oh, Rikishi.
1: Rikishi, right. One was Rodney, who was Yokozuna, and one was Rikishi, who was, was, um, uh, what's, his, what's his real name? Um, he was Offa's nephew.
0: were well, you know, there were so many Samoans.
1: fought too, so that's his real name. Right. Okay? Was Rikishi.
0: Now I'm hearing a rumor. You know the fans are going nuts with you appearing on this yeah. podcast. That mm-hmm. to get hired by Vince, you whipped out your dangling. Is that true?
1: Uh, no, he heard he heard I was the king of the ring, and the king of the ring if you're hanging fourteen, you have a f- smack on it, baby.
0: You have a f- uh, wow. That's uh, you know Woo! a fourteen inch PP. That's that's right. That's impressive. Yeah,
1: a couple people would hold that while I take a piss.
0: Um, t- t- I think I may be in over my head.
1: <laughs> what are you gonna say about that?
0: Uh well I I, hey, I uh, congratulations. Hey, when
1: Fla- yeah, well Flair see me, he said whoop 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 whoo <laughs> oh. He said I had to give you every inch of that.
0: Now um it- this is actually a serious question oh, yeah. I, I, if this can be a serious subject uh with a 14 inch uh uh dick yeah. i don't know how else to say it or,
1: or a king tool
0: a python okay.
1: uh and a snake that sounds pretty good
0: um what was it like wrestling with basically a third leg
1: uh kind of kind of difficult sometimes you gotta keep it tucked you mean because sometimes it. How do you tuck a 14-inch uh, dick? It still want to try to it still try to ease out. I have tape, tape going around my leg like this, you know what I mean? It still try to ease out some trunks. Wow. Still you... try to jump out some trunks. Ben, if I ever hit out on the sidelines, you know what I mean around the ring, and you see one of them hot mamas around the ring, it wants to jump on on its own. I say, get back in there.
0: No. Uh... <laughs> <laughs> I, I, I... I... I mean, I thought I was doing good with seven, yeah. but uh, apparently not.
1: Multiply that by two, baby.
0: Now, um, it, once again, this is—I'm trying to be serious, but it's hard to now. Sure, man. Well, it's hard now because now I'm thinking, how big is this guy's dick on my couch? Uh, were, there, were you know there was a controversy a couple of years ago in the NFL with uh, Michael Sam, who was yeah. a uh, a gay football player. Mm-hmm. Um, were there gay wrestlers back then? Um, I'm not asking when, you to name no, them
1: no when I came in, honestly no one had the gay the gay action but they had one maybe like maybe a year or two years ago in the WWE okay he would have got he would have got strangled with,
0: with your wrestling. dick
1: yeah with, in in my day they would have been laughing at his ass in the locker room and they'd have had me pull pulling pranks on his ass you know hide in the locker room in his locker and leave part of you out looking around. Right. Just
0: just like
1: this, looking. Like this. See what's
0: coming up. I might have to throw away that microphone. I'm just kidding. I mean, I, I could sell this on eBay right now for Woo! at least five hundred dollars. Yeah. Now, uh, how, what was it like when you first got to the WWF at the time?
1: I oh, mean, it was cool, man. Like, uh, well, me and Ted, we came in together, okay. And when we came in, a bit, real, real good friend of mine then was Andre the Giant. He came up to us and he said, "He called everyone boss, okay? Boss, this is what we're gonna do right here." And you two were with me for the ride, the long ride. And and Andre told me, like, he doesn't drink. I don't drink, but Ted drank. Okay. So we made sure that all of us got back at the right time, always. You know what I mean? Sometimes I had to carry Ted back out of a bar, you know what I mean, into where, where Andre's car was at, what car he had. And we go back to our hotel that was our night
0: you know now in uh Kamala's book uh Kamala speaks which mm-hmm. might have had more writers than every expendables movie put together <laughs> uh he uh didn't paint the most uh in the early days in the WWF uh he didn't paint the greatest picture of Andre the Giant hinted at possible uh r- you know uh, racist uh situations but then you hear a story like him helping you yeah Uh
1: I I never I never ever heard or even noticed Andre being racist, not one Iona, not one like the tip of my finger.
0: And that's a big finger. Right.
1: He was one of the coolest guys you could ever be around, okay? And he will help out anyone. You mean so what Kamala's saying, up his. You may?
0: Well, I'd, uh, I'd like to organize a ladder match between the two of you, but yeah. that's going to be a hard one for Kamala. Yeah,
1: Kamala, I got no legs.
0: That's crazy. Yeah. Uh, you, what was it like when you first started to get the rub? And like, what was the, the first, like, I'm going to be a famous wrestler? Like, because your character uh, really took off instantly.
1: Yeah. I mean, when, we, when me and Ted came in, okay, Vince said, I'm going to make, you both. Bigger than the light, okay? And he said, this is 1987 we started. He said, people are going to know you till 2040. I'm saying, man, this is like, this ain't even 1988 yet, okay? Okay, he, he's talking about 2040. And he wasn't lying, man. People you still got on the street, and they still give you that look. All right. Uh, look back shit, I forgot that was you
0: because you look the same yeah I
1: try to keep myself see, uh going man still kill try to keep myself up still running still banging the little iron you know I man keep yourself looking good you know I man there's
0: keep a lot feeling of Feeling good do you do DDP yoga or no
1: no 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 I never did that man never did the yoga stuff right I just lift the iron run eat properly you know what I mean and take your vitamins.
0: Now you sound like a black Hulk Hogan, which is really ironic. I'm
1: just telling the truth, man. You take vitamins, you end up with the, the different colds and the different pneumonias and all the other crap that comes out, you know what I mean? Right. Okay, if you take care of yourself, you bypass all that stuff. If you don't, you start, eyes start sagging, lips start sagging when you start feeling sick all the time. Body gets all beat up, you know what I mean? When you slip and fall and fall. Bust in your face and bust up your knees because you did not take care of yourself.
0: Was it hard when you were an active wrestler? Uh, you know, I, I imagine the pressure to make because you had a you you were a big guy, very yeah. muscular. Uh, was there pressure by Vince or, or the hires up to you have to look this good or else there's ten guys behind you who will?
1: No, no. Um, you you look good because you want to feel good, and by banging the steel, you feel good you have that that mind set already you know what I mean? and you know what you are going to do and how you are going to do it
0: and i mean do you miss the days of wrestling do you um, do you ever want to cuz you see certain like terry funk still wrestles and like do you ever want that one last match no
1: no no that one last match would be a couple be a, for a couple million dollars okay or why the it one last match for you? You don't need it, man. You don't need it.
0: Right, because you've uh, done well for yourself yeah. outside of the ring, autograph yeah. conventions. Yeah,
1: but you can, do it, you can do it all. People still know you. So why do you want to take a chance and go in there? And the chances where you're not covered with no insurance, okay? You go in there. What happens you, you break your leg and it's way over here, okay? Or you break your upper thigh. Or you go in there and you do something where you bust your heart and you're dead on arrival. Why do you need that for? You don't need it.
0: You don't need that shit, dead, Virgil. You
1: know. Yeah, give, give that to somebody else.
0: Right. Give that to yeah. Harvey Whippleman.
1: Yeah, he can use it. He probably can help him.
0: Uh, now, <laughs> what are some of the highlights of your first WWE run like? I, I want to say, as a fan, it was when you got the title shot against Bret Hart.
1: Oh yeah, I mean, me and Bret, we had a wrestling match, okay. And Bret is one of the one of the best, like step by step wrestler is, is. You know what I mean? And me and him had a a match right down to the minute. You mean, and he's such a real, real cool guy. Cause his brother was one of my very good friends, Owen. Right. And his father, Stu, was was a good friend of mine. The mother, I remember Helen. I remember when Stu was in the house. Stu came over, ah, 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 grabbing me, and Helen came upside him, pow, back in his head. Leave him alone, Stu. Yeah.
0: Cause Stu Hart yeah. uh, was known for his uh, let's just say. R- pranks and rigorous training. Thank you. Uh,
1: right down the basement, right there up there in Calgary.
0: Were you in that basement ever?
1: No, no. I I went down to the sea. I seen big holes in the wall where Junkyard Dog's head was in. Um, <clears throat> another hole in the wall where um, Bad News Allen was in, Bad News Brown. Right. Okay. A couple other guys, heads up in the wall right there. And Stu had the guys autographed the wall where their beans, their head, was in the wall. You know what I mean? Right. It was autographed by
0: Because they said if you could get through a training uh, session uh, with Stu Hart, uh, that wrestling in the WWE would be easy. Yeah, I mean. Or WCW.
1: Yeah, but when you, you learn, when you start, I really picked up a lot learning in the pro wrestling thing where I start working a lot with Tito Santana Rick Martell, Rick Rude, um, Jake Roberts, okay, um, who else was like uh, Piper, Brett, um, Hercules Hernandez, uh, Paul Roma, okay, these guys, you, you're working every day with these guys. So you're getting better, 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 better. Because our, our things was like on the road 21 straight days, and then you're off for five days. But raw, wherever raw came up on that Monday night, you do raw, okay? But then you go back to work, okay? You're working with each and every different guy all the time. Your touch goes from grabbing you like a madman, okay, to <laughs> touching you very softly like I'm picking up a, a, a baby chicken.
0: Now, as a fan I get uh, as a stand up comic I've lost a lot of my friends to uh, various methods Uh, uh, yeah that's what I want to get into you know like recently in the stand up comedy world we lost uh, a very very funny man Brody Stevens Uh, and and unfortunately there's been a few this year Uh, what are some of your favorite memories of like Rick Rude?
1: Oh Rude man was such a cool guy to work with and 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 so so to me was funny. I remember I came out like this, and when me and him at match, I come out, showed the abs whole nine yards and boom, and he he goes through the whole thing. He said, Hit my music. And he goes through the whole whole nine yards from the calves to the thighs, <laughs> shaking his ass like this, you know what I mean? Hitting the 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 side the side obliques right here to show he had a tight ass, smacking the ass back there, coming down in the hamstrings and all them. He
0: did have a nice ass. Oh, yeah.
1: There's a whole nine yards, man. And then he showed me where I had the ball head. Ah, he should through back that hair like this, you know what I mean? <laughs> and I'm looking at him. I'm just rubbing the noggin right there. And I went over to one woman. She just put my head right between her two bosoms. And boom! Shook him like that, my head right in there. I said, you don't have that. <laughs> and, Rick, and Rube said, you got one up on me like that, yeah.
0: Now, I heard he could be cr- quite uh, ornery uh, yeah, Rick, yeah. if he didn't like you.
1: No, if he didn't like you, correct.
0: But what would make someone uh, like like he liked you clearly? Yeah. Was it you knew what buttons not to push? Yeah.
1: You know what the- push and and you can you can follow his call what's happening okay some guys come in and want to take all the limelight okay they want to throw wild haymakers and all other crap you know what I mean give him his share you take your share okay right it's like a 50-50 split some guys want to take the 70-30 split you know what I mean
0: well, I mean, they say that uh, in the early days was, uh, and I'm not asking you to speak ill of the uh, deceased, but like Warrior had uh, problems like with Andre. Yeah. It was a famous match where he was uh, giving uh, Andre some chops across the chest. and
1: w- Warrior, that's all he could do was hit the chops, work
0: a match.
1: Work a whole match. Only thing Warrior could do, Hit the ropes, hit the ropes, hit the ropes, bang on your chest. Where's the
0: match at? That's it. You just did it.
1: That's not the match. You got to have a whole match. The match going to last for 17 to 20 minutes. You can't bang on your chest for 20 minutes or 17 minutes.
0: Did you ever wrestle
1: him? I never had a match against the warrior. Never did. And I'm kind of, I mean, God bless him, okay? Oh, of course. Okay. I'm glad I really didn't. You mean? I mean, like, what are you going to learn from it? How to grunt? Yeah. Well,
0: you do that anyway. <laughs> ah. uh, who, who did you have the best chemistry with?
1: Uh, best would, was, would have been Ted, okay? Another best was um, Brett. Another best was Rick Rude. A great one I had was with Rick Martell. The model. The model, correct. And another one was Tito Santana. Arriba. Oh, he is the best. He can guide a blind dog through your house.
0: Well, he I'd like to see him, that.
1: You can tell him how to do. Watch out for the little bats right there. Come on, you're coming next to the, the, the wall on the couch. Okay? <laughs> come on down a little more. Make a left. Okay? Turn to your left. You're going up the steps. Tito could carry you. He could carry these two young ladies. You're sitting over there. Yes. And they never had a match in their life, and they look like they've been in the ring for five years. That's how good Tito Santana. Was.
0: Because back then, uh, I know Vince liked uh, bigger guys, like yeah. uh, you know. Why did like, you be Jack? Right. right. It, he didn't necessarily care if you were the greatest wrestler. No,
1: nope. he wanted that look.
0: So you needed a guy like Tito Santana, yes. Flair, Rude. Thank you, right. Uh,
1: to carry you, to show you how to wrestle, to show you how to throw your punches, sew,
0: how to throw your
1: chops, how to go a top headlock or a leg lock on someone or a switch around. I mean, you need, you need these guys to teach you. I mean, that's why all the territories, you see these guys now, the young boys they got right now. Right. You look at them; they're all doing the same stuff.
0: It's not very exciting to me. It's not exciting at all. And I, uh, I I'm not saying this because you're on my couch right yeah. now. I'm, I'm being completely serious.
1: I can I, see you.
0: I mean, as a fan, I can feel you. Man. Um, you know, when I was watching wrestling in the '80s and early '90s, yeah. maybe the '80s, uh, there was no internet. Uh-uh. So if someone was being billed as Kamala from Uganda, Abdullah the Butcher, I really thought he was from the Sudan. Yeah. He's from Atlanta. Yeah. Same difference.
1: Atlanta, Georgia, same shit.
0: Right. Uh, Just
1: a different different building.
0: As far as you, I thought, oh, this guy really is Ted DiBiase's slave. (laughs) Like, uh, oh, I didn't know this. He has an amateur bat. You could look up your Wikipedia page yeah. and go, oh, he had an amateur wrestling background. And uh, it, that's why I can't get into wrestling anymore. Mm-hmm. It, it's just uh, I know they don't even do characters like you anymore. It's oh, just no. Seth Rollins. Great. And he's good. Yeah. I didn't like what he did to sting myself. Yeah. 56 year old guy, you're giving him the fucking buckle bonker move.
1: I wish it was staying where it came back on him, man. Well, the is still in real good shape.
0: You oh, for 56? Uh, you're uh, you're 56 too? Yeah. I mean, I never, uh, uh, I really thought they fucked up, pardon my language, ah, they, with they, Sting.
1: They, they messed up a little bit on that, you may
0: But you but know Sting. the inside scoop, like from the standpoint of, uh, like to me, Sting was the only guy who never jumped over. Yeah. He and, didn't
1: jump from WCW over to the WWF.
0: And he could have. Yeah,
1: he could have at any time he wanted to, okay? He stayed right there, right there and rode it out, okay?
0: Through thicker. He even went to the, TNA. Yeah.
1: And, rode, and rode it all the way out, man. Sting was a really, when you meet him, man, you, you don't know. He's, a, man, such a cool guy
0: and they dog him out by having him job, thank you very much, yeah. to Triple H. What does that do?
1: Uh, it, I mean, guys that know, know him personally, okay?
0: But is that Vince saying, yeah. like to me as a fan having no inside information, that yeah. seems like Vince going, okay, Mr. WCW, yeah. you finally yeah. we got you right. We, we came it. on your knees okay. to me?
1: Yeah, now I'm going to dog you out. I okay. mean, is that what it was? I think that's what, to me, that's what it was, where he had a job for him right in the middle. One, two, three. Okay?
0: Now you experienced kind of the opposite where you went from WWF. To WCW. To, but you did it maybe at the best time.
1: Yeah. One, one great gimmick to another great gimmick.
0: Because your last match in WWE, uh, I have so much trouble calling it WWE.
1: Yeah, WWF was World Wrestling Federation. Yeah, I, I still it, call it that.
0: Yeah, because you're a fucking outlaw.
1: Yeah,
0: you're not fucking around, Virgil. Oh,
1: no, I'm just a, I'm, I'm I'm like the goddamn uh, gangsters of this shit.
0: You really are. Yeah, uh, I'm
1: Al Capone's partner.
0: Well, let's not stretch it. <laughs> I mean, you do stretch it with a 14-inch hog.
1: <laughs> I am Capone. Jesus. right? <laughs> You're
0: with a 14-inch <laughs> hog. <laughs> that's,
1: a, that's well, dog.
0: Y- Yelling. <laughs> I don't know why Billy and Chuck didn't want to marry you. Uh, and so your last match in uh, the WWF, fuck it, I'll go rogue, uh, was 1994 Royal Rumble where you actually were a last-minute replacement for Kamala. Yeah, uh,
1: you couldn't show up. You must have been drunk or something. You didn't show up.
0: So the events or whoever, Gorilla Monsoon, go hey.
1: Ma, 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 one who really gave me, that gave me the call and Vince told him was. See, his son was one of my best friends then. Joey Morella. That was Gino Morella. That's Gorilla Monsoon. Right. So Gino gave me a call, you mean? So that was no big thing. I said, Gino, you know, yeah, sure, yeah, that's no big thing. You mean? I can do that.
0: Now, did you get along with Bischoff?
1: Oh, uh, yeah, Eric's cool guy. Eric let Hulk do all the talking. Hulk did what what Hulk said? Eric jumped right on board with it. And Turner
0: loved it. Now, I'm, I'm taking a little bit of courage and balls yeah. to say this to you, knowing that you could kick my ass. I always thought the NWO was better with just Hall, Nash, and Hogan, just yeah. because I, I thought once it had, like, Horace Hogan in it, it was a little diluted. Uh, was that... What was the feeling like when they said, hey, we're going to expand the NWO to.
1: Hey, when they start, Hulk gave me a call. Okay. They were three members and they had Hulk, Hall, and Nash. Hogan gave me a call. He said, how about you and Ted? Like, you think you one like to come in? I said, I'll give Ted a call. So we both agreed to come on in too. So uh, Ted was a fourth member. I was a fifth member. And the sixth member was a friend of. Scott, which was uh, uh, you know uh, what's the name? Um,
0: Xbox. Xbox, uh one, two, three, kid, yeah, one, two, three, Sean Waltman,
1: Sean Waltman. Okay, so all the same guys, you know what I mean? And when we came in there, I think Turner, told Hall, like I'm getting, I'm getting kind of fed. I mean, like where they start bringing every John Doe in, you know I mean? Bagwell. Yeah. So when they were doing that, I said. I say, Hope, why don't you bring in Booker's brother, Stevie? This Stevie's still got the goddamn look. You know, Stevie Ray. Right. Yeah, of the Harlem Heat.
0: In he uh, the damn look. Hall of Fame now. Yeah. I think him,
1: him and his brother both got uh, in, uh, inducted in the Hall of Fame, correct?
0: Uh, yeah, yeah, as yeah. Harlem Heat. Now, where are you getting in the Hall of Fame?
1: I guess whenever they got a down year, is the way I'm looking at it, whenever they have a down year, what can make it more exciting than Ted DiBiase inducting me?
0: Now are you in, because I know uh you know there were rumblings, whatever you want to call it, that you and Ted might not be on the best of terms. Uh is that smoothed over?
1: I mean, that's pretty cool. I mean, we did a signing together. It was about a month ago. We were way up in um north north look like right around North New Jersey. And people paid to see me and Ted. I mean, like down this corner was Ted and myself. Up in this corner, it was Supposed to be Nash and Hall. The guys were paying $350 to come get me and Ted's autograph or Nash and Hall's autograph. Nash was there, but Hall had to do something else, so they had Sid Vicious there. So for $350, you get me and Ted's autograph or Hall, I mean, Nash and Sid Vicious's autograph. I mean, the line went probably out out the door right here and down, all the way down the street to see me and Ted or Nash and Sid. And people were coming over to them and they were like loving to get the autographs, man. So people still like to see both of us together.
0: Well, uh, it's like peanut butter and jelly.
1: Yeah, I mean like, or uh, popcorn and butter.
0: Or uh, herpes and Valtrax.
1: Or if you got 14, show it.
0: Well, I don't. <laughs> I'll have to show it twice. Uh, Now Uh, you've had a lot of uh, gimmicks. Oh yeah, as they say in the business. Yeah. Uh, What was your favorite gimmick? I'll assume it's Virgil.
1: Okay. I guess Virgil and and Benson, but I still think the Soul Train thing when I first came in. Me and Rocky, Rocky Johnson, that's the Rock's father, was tag team champs down. In the Mid-South, that's with Jerry Lala down there.
0: Right, and uh, I mean, there must have been, uh, you know, I've seen some clips from Mid-South wrestling. Uh, Let's just say some of the promos might come off Uh as slightly racist. Yeah. Uh,
1: But, you know, down there, they're just saying any damn thing, man.
0: But what what was it like being a, a black wrestler in the South in the 80s? In the 80s?
1: I mean, it was... It wasn't bad. You're you're in Memphis, Tennessee, and Memphis is majority the city. Majority, like the black population, is way up in in Memphis, Tennessee. You know what
0: I mean? right? But I mean, I just uh, you know, I know, especially back in the 80s. Uh, I don't think you know wrestler. I think wrestling fans thought it was real. And yeah. and but let me say this right I now: can look real. But uh, uh, yes, wrestling might be scripted. But you guys then. Yeah. Now and in the future, oh, are amazing athletes.
1: Yeah. I mean, to be to make it look unbelievable, you have to bring it. You know what I mean? And these young boys they got now don't know they can't even spell "bring it." You know what I mean? They couldn't <laughs> even spell it.
0: Well, it's just it, I don't know if this makes any uh, sense to you, but like to me, you guys from your era, yeah, were better actors.
1: Better athletes.
0: Better athletes, better... Act- and when I say actors, yeah. I mean. and I told Piper this, yeah. and I love that man more than... Oh, man, great guy, uh, man. More than, you know, I can't oh. express it. I said to him when I first started working with him, I used to hate you. Yeah. And he got sad. He's like, yeah. why? Why? And I was What'd like, I, I really believed you, yeah. that you were a, a, a bad guy.
1: That was a cool guy, man.
0: Uh, but I found you couldn't be any nicer off
1: one of the coolest guys you can know, man. When I really got me and Pipe, we, we did a lot of things together, man. It's just like, it like it's jail. Like, he's like a big brother, you know what I mean? Like, such a cool, cool guy, you know what I mean? Right. A laid-back, cool guy. Man, like, he'll give you his left shoe, and he's only wearing half of the right shoe. Well,
0: I hope he didn't give you his condoms, because those uh-huh. were in the uh-huh. first. I stretch them, wouldn't I? <laughs> What do, you, uh, what do you use for condoms? Trash yeah, bags? Just use a big old plastic bag. There you go. You
1: tie it off.
0: Well, I certainly didn't think I was going to talk about your 14-inch hog.
1: <laughs> hey, well, It comes in like, when I do one-on-ones with different people.
0: Yeah. About. Well, you know. Uh, yeah. Now, your least favorite gimmick. I'll, I'll say I, I don't know uh, how you feel about Curly Bill.
1: Uh, it was it was like a, 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 a funny thing like uh when we start up, we just, we broke away like didn't WCW was falling apart. It was start falling apart, okay? And Kirk Henning came in with that, you know what I mean? And we started going like that, and I said, what name can we use? And he came right off of it, like, how about the Bill? I said, I don't give a damn. You know what I mean? Because me and Kirk was cool, you know what I mean?
0: No well, Mr. Perfect for yeah. you uh, younger fans. Yeah.
1: I mean, I, I knew Kirk, I knew his old man, you mean we we were cool, you mean?
0: No, that was a wrestler. Yeah.
1: Mr. I mean I mean Kirk Henning? Yes. Got damn right.
0: And Larry, his father.
1: Oh yeah, Larry. Kirk was damn right. And Larry. You mean?
0: Did you have some good matches with Mr. Perfect? Oh yeah.
1: I mean Kirk has some great matches, man. And uh, he just had you so much that you'll break out, start laughing at any goddamn time. Brother, well, you all see how many blizzards I went over and stuck my hand down these, big, these chicks' big ass chest just to laugh in there, you know You get <laughs> it out of me.
0: Now, was that part of the, you know, back then, I, I'm- Unless you were a top, top guy, a Hogan, a, right. a warrior, uh, Mr. Wonderful, uh, Paul Orndorff, yeah. I'm dating myself a little bit there, uh, uh, was, you know, they got the big, big money. Yeah.
1: You uh, can still get big money. I mean, me and Ted made some big money in that, you know?
0: But were, were the chicks uh, and we had all part all of the package?
1: The, we had all the chicks.
0: Because you guys are rock stars.
1: Yeah. We had all the chicks. Hey, how many chicks they want to get paid? Am I right?
0: Oh, absolutely! And then they
1: get the fourteen comes with the payment. <laughs> you get payment and ah, ah, <laughs> don't scream so loud, baby.
0: Oh, I won't. I
1: won't.
0: <laughs> um, now t- toward the end of WCW, yeah. uh, uh, I mean, um like what like to me it just is it once again has a fan like i i thought uh, all, you know
1: i was just dropping like this you mean
0: well i thought they had a great short-term plan yeah. which was get all the the superstars macho man hogan yourself yeah. warrior all the names yeah. get them to wcw so people like me will switch over right. great mid-range plan nwo maybe the greatest uh creation in wrestling history uh and the high flyers, the Eddie Guerreros, the ben Was, uh you know, the smaller guys. Okay. But okay. to me, they had no long term plan. Yeah.
1: Can I say one thing?
0: It's your podcast. Okay,
1: okay. one thing would have been great. Could have been. Why not cut cut the uh, the money now? Where the WWE makes sixty percent, and WCW make Forty percent, and they still go at each other like they were hungry dogs, like they were always going back, like going back and forth to each other. And Vince still got sixty percent of the action, where Turner will got forty percent of the action, and the guys could have been intervening, going from like WCW to the WWF, and guys can be coming back from WWF back to WCW or wwe back to uh, wcw and it could have worked man they would have still been battling today
0: now well ben strikes me and obviously you know him i don't uh, as the guy type of guy
1: he wants to take you and squeeze you by your balls until good luck with you nuts i mean out of your nose yeah
0: Uh, he he strikes me as the type. He doesn't want to share anything. He's not gonna go these with Ted Turner.
1: No, he don't want to give up nothing. He just wants to be king of the ring.
0: Now we just have a few minutes left because I know you have to get to the comedy store. Uh, so, for my Instagram live fans, where can people find you online and buy your shit?
1: Okay, they, they have it right off As as my agent, right there, he can tell you. Uh, Ask my agent. He's
0: Instagram, real Virgil, Twitter, the real Virgil, I think. you think you're his fucking manager what are you talking about so pro wrestling tees they can go on and buy virgil t-shirts and uh accompanying things all right we're going to uh follow virgil he's the fucking best curly bill whatever you want to console, train jones we're gonna talk a
1: few kelly
0: we're gonna talk a few more minutes because virgil is nice enough he has to go to the comedy store now so listen to the rest on apple podcast (laughs) Mm -hmm. and uh Final thoughts, when you decide, when did you decide to leave wrestling the first time? You know, WCW was declining. Yeah. Was it like, this isn't fun anymore? I
1: mean, this, it, it wasn't fun. I, 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 I even talked to, I talked to, um, one thing I really, uh, I talked to, like, uh, Shane. Or one thing. Shane McMahon. And I could see, like, it it's not the fun no more. You know I mean? Because it's I mean, a grueling
0: lifestyle. Yeah,
1: it's grueling, man. You you travel twenty. It like twenty four seven. Okay, and 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 then you're like, uh, on the road like, twenty one days, off five days, back out twenty one, and then we go down to WCW. You're on the road every every Monday night,
0: and then Tuesday night, there's a th- either a thunder taping. Yeah. Or if you're in WWE, a SmackDown. Right. Uh, so you really have no time to recuperate. Yeah. And you still have to work out. You still got to get, get it done, man. Now, in your prime, what was your, your 260-ish?
1: My, my best, I think it was like 292. And solid muscle. Rock hard.
0: <laughs> Rock hard. I can I can imagine. Yeah. But,
1: <laughs>
0: and I... I want to bring this subject up with uh, reverence. Uh, I would think it's almost impossible with that travel schedule to naturally, I'm not asking to name names, but like uh, back then, I think the drug testing was probably a little less lenient. Uh, Was there pressure to, uh, the guys who did steroids did it on their own volition?
1: I never took not one shot of nothing. I hated needles, so I never took one shot of Decadron. any of this crap.
0: And a, bar. and
1: a bar. And a draw. What I used to do, I was eating red meat. At least I had like five steaks, six steaks every meal. Breakfast, five steaks. Lunch, five steaks. Dinner, five steaks. Okay? Big salads. You mean I used to eat? You know what I mean? No salad dressing on it. Raw onions on it. And salad and tomatoes and lettuce. I say ate my way to what I did, man. Okay? I never had to pop the needle. You look at my ass.
0: I'm s- good. Smooth. I'll take your word for it. There's
1: no pen marks on my butt, huh? You know what I mean? On my arms, no, no pen marks. And see how I look. You look great. Almost look like I look when I came in the wrestling.
0: Absolutely. Yeah. God damn, I could talk to you for <laughs> hours. I'm gonna do what I did with Piper okay. uh, toward the end, which was uh, we're gonna play word association. I'm okay. just gonna mention a wrestler's name. You just give your thoughts. You know, uh, like him, hate him, love him. Kamala.
1: Um, All I can say is strange.
0: Uh, Abdullah the Butcher.
1: Same guy, strange. <laughs> Scott Norton. Cool guy. I mean, cool. He's in the NWO, cool.
0: Scott Steiner.
1: Steiner, a real cool guy.
0: What about his brother? Rick,
1: one of my good friends.
0: The dog-faced gremlin. Yeah, one of my good friends. Uh, Randy Savage.
1: Very good friend. Good
0: guy. Uh, not on purpose naming NWO guys, but... Uh, good guy, man. Uh, Andre the Giant.
1: One of the greatest guys you could ever know. One of the greatest, if not the greatest.
0: Steve Borden, a.k.a. Sting. Thanks.
1: Very nice gentleman. Very good guy, man. Mr. Hughes.
0: Mr. Hughes.
1: Uh, you... Um, pretty cool. Pretty cool guy. When you, when you got to meet him, when you got to meet him, pretty good guy.
0: Bubba Rogers, big boss, man.
1: Big boss, man. Great guy, man. Yeah. Ray Trader. Great guy, bro. Great guy. Yokozuna. One of my best friends. One of my best friends, man.
0: Now it would seem, uh, I, I don't want to interrupt, but like, that's an odd pairing to be best friends with. Did you guys just connect and bond?
1: Uh, we, broke, we broke in together. His uncles broke both of us in. Alpha and Hawaii, Right. Sika and Hawaii. His real name was Rodney and Hawaii. That was their uncles.
0: Now I'm going to go off the grid on a few of these. Repo, man.
1: Repo. Cool guy. Minneapolis boy. Good cool guy.
0: Tito Santana. One of
1: the great, greatest guys you can know, man. He helped me out so much in my beginning of my career, man. I, I take my hat off to Tito, Rick Martel, Rick Rude, anytime they want me to.
0: Because I would imagine uh, as a black wrestler, breaking in w- was tough in the WWE uh, F I mean, at that time.
1: Uh, it's, it wasn't tough, but like you have the, the best guys or great wrestlers helping you. They help out a lot, man. And these guys were the best,
0: Bobby Heenan,
1: very cool guy, very cool. I mean, he taught me how to even talk, and he helped me out so much. Even though he came with the pranks of the pranks, that that helps you. You know I mean
0: Dusty Rhodes,
1: the American Dream? I didn't know the American Dream that well because he was down in,
0: D- W-C- right
1: in. And and uh, AWA okay when he came up there, Vince punished him. He gave him a black chick, Sapphire, and he made him wear spots. And Dusty wasn't used to have no black chick with him. Okay? Right. So it took him to a whole different world. You know what I mean? A world that he never ever even seen. You know what I mean? I mean, he wasn't even trying to be the real, the American Dream, Dusty Rhodes. Okay.
0: All right, just a few more. Okay. Uh, We're going to go off the grid with something. Chick Donovan.
1: Chick Donovan? I didn't know him that well.
0: Okay. uh, Okay. Let me see. Uh, Paul Orndorff.
1: Paul, very, very cool guy. Great wrestler, man. And Paul helped me out so much where he showed me different holds and how to do it and how to really, because me and Paul worked out sometime together.
0: Horace Hogan. That's
1: that's that was Hulk's brother. I mean, that was Hulk's younger brother. Okay, I helped Horace out. He's a bang to hire with me, Horace. Yeah, Horace is a great guy. And all of a sudden, he just disappeared. You know I mean?
0: Right. He he did yeah. kind of disappear.
1: Yeah, but Horace was a really cool guy, man.
0: Two more names, yeah. and then I'm going to let you go to the comedy store. Okay. Eric Bischoff.
1: Eric's a very cool guy, man. He ran that NWO and did it right. did it very good, man.
0: And last, good. but certainly not least, well, two more names. Real fast, Hulk Hogan.
1: Hulk's a very cool guy. One of the best guys in the wrestling business, man. Very, 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 very cool.
0: And I would be remiss to have this man not be the last name I asked you about. Through good and bad, the million-dollar man, everybody has a price. Oh, yeah. Mr. Ted DiBiase.
1: Ted's a very cool guy, man. Very cool. I don't care what people say. He helped me out so much in this business, man. I take my hat off to him every, every day.
0: Well, Virgil, Vincent, Curly Bill, Soul Train Jones, the fucking pleasure was all mine.
1: Pleasure of mine, too, man.
0: I can't thank you enough. Uh, I will... Give the links to where to buy Virgil's merchandise. He needs meat sauce. Support this yeah. man. This guy broke his fucking back for our viewing pleasure. Buy a t shirt at prowrestlingtees.com. Just, I guess, uh, look Virgil up in the search engine. And I mean, it's 20 bucks. Yeah. Uh, 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 thank you. Th- thank you, Virgil, very much. Thank you.